welcome one and all to another episode of Anime Was Not a Mistake. I'm Jonathan Kwiatkowski, encouraging you, and I hope Dan gets this reference, it's a deep cut, to eat the cake anime. Do you know what that's from? I'm sorry, I don't. <laughs> well, it's from What's Love Got to Do With It, the Tina Burner story. It's mm-hmm. actually very famous. Uh, maybe you should get more cultured, but who are you anyway? <laughs> but it sounds like anime, I'm assuming, it's is the one. It's anime, yes, anti okay, yeah. Eat your cake. It's no, actually that's... a very good scene, but... Uh, <laughs> That's quality. <laughs> we try. Um, and as he mentioned, uh, I am Dan Ryan, the the perfect mix of salt and iron, uh, uh, you know, to, to balance things out. Yeah, uh, salt more uses than what you would normally think. Yeah, <laughs> it could be used to make bombs. They say. Uh, yeah, if, well, if yeah, with the right uh, mix. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah, it is dumb, but we love it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so. We're here. We're returning once more to anime. We've got five prime episodes of Fullmetal Alchemist Brotherhood Mm -hmm. to look forward to today. But before we take a dip into that philosopher's pool, um, how was your week? What's going on? Um, well, uh, there was a serious thing that I wanted to shout out first. Um, just real quick, not to, not to, you know, because he was he was an old man, but uh, Akira Takarada was uh, an actor who passed away this week. Um, and he has basically been in every generation of Godzilla since mm-hmm. day one. I think you mentioned him. Yeah. While we were recording our Godzilla season. Yeah, I, I pointed him out to you when he when he was around. And he, you know, it was one of those things where even after the Showa era, he, he shows up in the Hisei ones and the Millennium ones and in the most recent ones. Like, he always gets a cameo or something. Sometimes it's like, a, I, I think... His biggest recent one was uh, in one of the last movies he was in. He got to be like the main villain, um, and yeah. So it 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 he, he's lifelong career. He's in a ton of other like Japanese um, like special effects heavy movies and everything. So he's an actor that I have seen almost constantly in my life. Mm-hmm. So we want to give a shout out to him because yes. he he passed away this mm-hmm. past week um, of of natural causes. I believe he mm-hmm. was old, but. Uh, yeah, that, that's the only serious uh, piece of information I have. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I have nothing but Elden Ring to share yet again. <laughs> well, if you wish My to go... My many zany adventures in Elden Ring. I took down another dragon. Mm-hmm. I'm overleveled. I'm at 85 at the second <laughs> Elden Lord. Yeah, that should do in, it. In yeah. the, the Mystery Magical Academy of Rhea Lucaria. Of Rhea Zuki New. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's beautiful. I, uh, I went down to the basement and I got scooped and kidnapped to a, a fire pit... Oh. But uh, when I was there, um, I picked up some smithing stones, so I, I transformed my samurai moonveil blade into a deadly force now. Okay. Yeah, now my mind isn't the sharpest thing about my character. But that's that's the thing people are enjoying, yes. is that you can do builds like that. Yeah, like... And I'm nowhere near completing it, of course, but it's it's filled the void a bit. No, it, it, it like, because I've, I've had a few other people that I know start it this week, and I encourage them to take it slow and just explore, dick mm-hmm. around, just like wander and find stuff and, you know, keep track of the secrets and everything mm-hmm. and uh, come back to bosses you can't beat or whatever. And it's, it's like, it's very comfy in that regard. Yes. You can, you can keep, like, I, have not taken on any one huge since Godric. I've just been going back and clearing the mini bosses that mm-hmm. I hadn't done the first time, mm-hmm. like like you did. In yeah, your, well, I, I do the whole area before the the main thing in your purification yes. <laughs> round. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, it, and, you know, and there's always shit to discover. There's like I have not found like any cool 
equipment or oh, I've armor got my so cuckoo far. armor set. <laughs> the cuckoo knights. Yeah, no, so, like, there is, like, even in the areas that I've been through, I know there's still so much I haven't found, because mm-hmm. it's like, I'm looking at these things online, and I'm like, oh, the, like, you know, you know without, without going spoiler-heavy, yeah. I'm like, oh, I like that sword, I like that sword, like, where can I, where can I, where can mm-hmm. I get that? Yeah. And, you know, it's, that's part of the fun of it, so. Mm-hmm. Well, that's all for me. <laughs> um... Well, I- I've also been playing uh, Elden Ring, uh, mm-hmm. less progress than you, um, because I'm tired, yeah. uh, but then, um, or I've been tired, a busy week, uh, but I've also been dividing the time between Triangle Strategy, yes. uh, which is which is a stupid game, but I it is, I love it. Chapter so. 6 or 7, part 1, so I don't know if I'm still ahead of you. You, I I don't know. You might okay. probably be, mm. um, but I don't uh, want to spoil a major plot development that happens in that chapter. So, but I enjoy it. Yeah. It's goober. It's yeah. it's it sounds like something we would write. It's mm-hmm. you know the the. I I just love the art style. Yeah, mm-hmm. love the art style. I love the tactics look of it. As as I said when this was announced way back when, like the ability to walk around in those tactics environments, like the forty isometric mm-hmm. like. Like I, I love it. Like yeah, when I, I Dragon always Quest wanted that. Dragon Quest two point five D comes. Yeah, that'll be your time to shine. Dan. It, it will. Yeah, yeah. but um, it's cool. I, I like I that it. you can rec- recruit a lot of characters from different classes that you might not expect. Mm-hmm. Like even in your little encampment, if you talk to them enough and buy enough stuff, it's like, oh, I'm the merchant. I can fight for you too. It's like, oh, that's cool. interesting. <laughs> and it does promote. I've been reading online um, a new game plus because there's four different endings mm-hmm. and. You need to get your morality, fidelity, whatever the third one is, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> up enough to unlock some sweetness. Sw- yeah. Yes. I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Your sundariness. I, I don't know. But it's interesting, and I think it would uh, beget another play, but uh, I've got to clear out my schedule because Kirby comes out this week, so. Yes. Uh, oh, yeah, of course. That'll come bring me joy, I hope. And then it'll be a, a short jump till E3, which isn't happening, but maybe we'll get more news around then because Nintendo's got a stock tier. Yes. Yeah. And we've got the new Mario Kart tracks. I don't know if you tried them out. They're I out. did not try them Coconut yet. Coconut Mall. <laughs> <laughs> you may recall. <laughs> Coconut Mall. Uh, Parisian, <laughs> whatever. Go through Tokyo, Tokyo Drift. Mm-hmm. Looks good. And Choco Mountain. <laughs> oh, Choco Mountain. Yes. Yeah. Well, that... <laughs> the delicious Choco Mountain. Yeah, I need to I need to download those. Yeah. Um, Putting that pass to work. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um... Well, because I think I, I downloaded F Zero X, like uh, uh, you know, because you pointed out that they were putting that up, mm-hmm. um, which has been good, good as always. Um, but uh, the main thing that I, in terms of anime, I this past week I started Black Clover. Ah, okay. um, not bad so far. Mm-hmm. I probably need more time to get attached to the folks in it, mm-hmm. like to, because it starts out exactly how you would expect and you know i've heard like 50 50 things on black clover so as i yeah. keep going through it i think i try to start it back in the day but i just fell off the as protagonists are us in in elden ring like yeah. a super duper magic mm-hmm. over leveled prodigy and then i can only hit things so it, it, it's the same dynamic mm-hmm. it's it's the same setup um but it it seems like there's interesting lore. It's just like I've heard that it varies, like mm. from time to time. But we'll see how that goes. Yeah. I'm going to continue it. Um, but the main thing I did this week, uh, for the sake of uh, of comfiness, as as work has been somewhat busy, 
I put on uh, top tier anime for me, the Boo Saga mm-hmm. of Dragon Ball Z. Um, and my god, I, I love the Boo Saga. <laughs> I mean, you do, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You love that Boo. Um, no, I, I just, I, like, I don't know what the discourse around each saga is. I know that sometimes the Boo Saga gets, like, frowned upon because that was, like, the... It was after Cell. Yeah. But, like, I was in the odd camp where I missed the entirety of the Cell saga, but yeah. I watched the Frieza one before that, and then I religiously watched the Boo saga for some reason. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know what happened there, but Toonami really missed out on my edumacation. <laughs> no, it was the same for me, because yeah. I think it was because how they arranged, like, um, like, like, Toonami stopped going at some point, mm-hmm. and then they moved it, and yeah. then I think by the time they got back to the Boo saga... They had moved it to, like, a Saturday night block. Yeah. So I associate, like, the Boo Saga with, like, cozy Saturday nights, chillin', mm-hmm. not a care in the world. Yeah. Um, but I love it. Like, like half the stuff I mentally associate with Dragon Ball Z is all in that mm-hmm. that saga yeah, right tournament, there. Tournament, old woman with two children, Vegeta's evil arc. Yeah, the Karen. Bibbidi and Bobbidi. Yeah. <laughs> Boo turn you to cracker with cheese. Yes, yes, they're all there. Yeah. Um... But yeah, I've been going through that. I, I feel like I eventually, when we get into the meat of Dragon Ball Z, that'll be a good day. Because yes. uh, I did uh, purchase the merged Crunchyroll Funimation. Which I need to setup. put to use. Yeah, yeah, I'll need to hit you up for that. And then Digimon's getting a, a Blu-ray revamp, but I think I'll stick with my DVDs for oh, now. of course, of course. For the huh. charm. Yeah. I want to feel like I'm struggling to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Just like in olden times. Elden Ring has made you crave a challenge. Yeah, so, that's yeah. true. Um... And then, uh, I also, uh, yesterday saw the Batman. Oh, how was it? It was very good. Yes. It was, uh, like, I think Matt Reeves is one of the best directors you can have for stuff like this, Mm -hmm. because he did the amazing reboots of Planet of the Apes, Mm -hmm. which is like, no matter your, no matter your feeling on apes, it, (laughs) it, it, it is... Like the, it is a solid this trilogy. Pro U podcast. It is, so. no, uh, it, yeah, unabashedly so. Yeah. Um, but he, like, there's a lot of care put into this movie. There's like references to a lot of references to Batman: The Long Halloween and Batman Year One and other comics that are not deep pulls necessarily, but they haven't been used. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe in to some degree since, like, Batman Begins, but they... Mm-hmm. A lot of care put into it. Like, the performances are stellar. I hear that across the board, yes. Pattinson, uh, Zoe Kravitz... Um, Paul Dano. Paul Dano, even... Jeffrey uh, Rush. Not Jeffrey Col- Rush. Colin Farrell. Jeffrey Wright. <laughs> yeah, Jeffrey... No, Jeffrey Wright's great. Um, Colin Farrell is, like, almost unrecognizable as the Penguin, mm-hmm. but he does... He's, like, a New Jersey scumbag Penguin. Perfect. Um, yeah, it was, it was, it was quite good. Mm. And, and I, I didn't really even feel the length of it. It, it was kind of just like a, it, you know, it, it plays out like a detective mystery. Like, uh, I don't know, I don't know what to classify it as, but in terms of the set pieces, Gotham is a very, like this version of Gotham is like a, a version that I like, um, you know, not not that it's any criticism towards, like, the Dark Knight trilogy, but mm-hmm. the Dark Knight trilogy Gotham, because they filmed it in Chicago, and it just looks like Chicago. Yeah. Uh, this looks like a, like, a fictionalized, very vertical, cramped, city. dingy city. Okay. And it's like a... 
I, I love that. It's kind of like this city feels like its own isolated world. Mm-hmm. You never leave it uh, within the context of the movie. And, you know, it it treats the audience like they're smart-ish. Like wow. they're not, yeah. they're, you're not worried about like, why Batman's doing this? Where is he getting this shit from? Why Why are the, the cops working with him? Why are the, you know, it, it's just kind of, it gets right into this mystery plot. It doesn't stop. And, uh, you know, it's got some messages related to the times, but it's it's a good movie. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So I highly recommend that one. Uh, next week, I'll be seeing Everything Everywhere, which is a multiverse take on um, just the concept for non-superhero fans. Yes. And I've been hearing nothing but glowing praise for that, so I'll report back. Is that the one with Ming-Na Wei or... Um, it... Michelle Yeoh. Okay, okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay, good. But it's very good. It, I mean, that's what I hear. And then X is very good, but that's a horror. Well, we'll get to that when we get there, but you'll expect I've, my review. Yeah, no, I've heard good things yeah. about X, too, mm-hmm. so... Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, that, that those are the... All right. So I believe yes. last week I left you with a uh, <laughs> a challenge, <clears throat> a, a, a task. Now I should I should note that for Pokemon Topaz and, and Lapis, uh, the only delay has been that uh, I'm going to go back and give our second gym leader. Uh, I'm going to tweak her look a little bit because we've we've kind of you know all of our gym leaders have ended up having like outfits themed around Pokemon mm-hmm. of that type. Mm-hmm. So I'll go back and give her something that looks like that. Um, or has that effect. Uh, but then she'll be ready to post. Her signature mons will be ready to post. Yes. Um, and uh, we got a lot of other ones in the, the back burner. But in terms of a certain spacefaring individual, mm-hmm. I sent you him for approval. Mm-hmm. He is coming. Yeah. Um, but he needs a signature mon. He so. does. And I have quite a few ideas for you. Mm-hmm. Of course, one of them, I was like, well, this is probably going to be the one that Dan chose. Mm-hmm. And it's my most detailed one. So we'll save that for last. Uh, the first one that came to mind was, what if we had a Mooncakes-style Pokemon, <laughs> a la the uh, rabbit pounding the mochi on the moon and making mooncakes? Yeah. If you've seen, um, what is it? Is it Over the Moon on Netflix? I was really obsessed with that, like, at the beginning of quarantine when it happened. Mm-hmm. I, just think I, I remember fun, it, yeah. It's a fun little animated movie, and mooncakes feature in these, like, cute, um, what's the meteorite Pokemon that comes in, like, different colors? Minior? That it's kind of like in that style, but they're mooncake shaped. So wouldn't that be fun? I could easily do that. And then yeah. another idea was the mochi pounding rabbit. Like it has a, a mochi thing, and it just hits people with it. <laughs> that could be done even without relation to the space guy. <laughs> yeah, so that yeah. that's always possible. All right. My next idea was another void type Pokemon. It draws junk to it like a black hole. So I said like this could be like another trash type that has like variants depending on where it's at when mm. it draws towards it. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, well, I, I well, but, you're bound to like all my ideas. But we there. don't. We yeah. don't have to. Yeah, we don't have to yeah. use him for space guy. That yeah. could just be like a like mm-hmm. uh, a pickup, like you know, yeah. part of their yeah. recycling. And prop. it felt yeah. a little um, cosmogy to me, which is some of these feel a little bit like that. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to step on anyone's toes. Uh, the next one we haven't seen this is a Wally style space rover. Uh huh. Yeah, just like a robot, cute little compatriot. It could be literal robot dog, mm-hmm. or it could be you know we're riding wheels on the moon. Mm-hmm. Uh, lunar, lunar, lunar rover. Um, I put down another group type Pokemon, all of Phalanx, that uses its like form to repair ships made out of metal. So like Baymax Ooh. and uh, Big, Big Hero Six. Mm-hmm. Like those nanobots. And, you know, well, we were watching a movie concerning micro-machines last week, so it got me yes. thinking. Yes, yes. Um, what about that? 
next to last is the Starman type, a la Earthbound, could be David Bowie inspired. Like, mm-hmm. Kind of like, and but we do have the uh, LGM uh, line too. Yeah. So I didn't want to uh, do that. And then my last one, which fits this dude's design perfectly, is based on Magnetic Rose, which I told you to watch, but not mm-hmm. really because we'll probably bring it up on the the podcast because in that there is like an empty spacesuit with like a void inside of it mm-hmm. and i thought that would be great it would be kind of like cosmog meets mimikyu um it could have two evos maybe the helmet is just the starting one um also inspired by the doctor who librarian episode where like that that spaceman is chasing them okay uh through that i said it could be piloted like a by a little pokemon a la men in black or kazoo from the looney tunes okay or I mean, that's just it, right? That That's my idea for... I, I don't know what one you would prefer, but yeah. I like all of those. Yes. So. Um, I would say that we can use your junk collector one for we can just we can put him anywhere and mm-hmm. the like like the the changes form depending on the trash that he takes yes. in like that would especially for like partially set in America that would seem mm-hmm. like uh. Because in my dotage on the map, I did put in that there's like a clean power center because... Mm-hmm. That would be a perfect place for him. Yeah, the, the real life Odessa has like a revitalization um, recycling plant thing. So we can stick him there. Um, Mochi Rabbit and Mooncake could be a pair, but they they could be any mm-hmm. anywhere. We could make them fairy type probably. Yep. Stick them uh, anywhere. Uh, in our Area 51, maybe. Yes. Crash landed. Yeah, we do have Area 51 yes. to pull from. Yes. Um, Lunar Rover, I figure, could be a Rotom form. Yeah. Like, it could be like a... Ro- like, it could be like a... And we could have it on his team. So it could be like a psychic. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly, because it sends back information. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that'll that be mm-hmm. a piece of cake to design. Uh, um, the other group Pokemon, which felt a little bit like uh, the Zygarde. Mm-hmm pieces but uh, used to repair metal would think of you with that <laughs> i like that because mm. i de- i think we definitely need a group um like what what were you envisioning each segment as <sighs> that was the question i don't know if it would be like i think they would be maybe it takes the form of something greater mm-hmm. and like cuter because i was totally thinking just the baymax mm-hmm. like little uh microchips sort of thing that form it to something. Maybe their, like, typical form is something bigger. Like nanomachines? Like nanomachines, yes. Okay. Yeah. That that could easily be done, and mm-hmm. that could easily be, um... Yeah, that... that no, maybe, that, like, that its well. gimmick would be, like... It seems like it's a regular Pokemon, but then when you, like, magnify it, it's like, actually, it's comprised of these things. That'll be good. Yeah. That'll be good. Like, right. I can, I can, I can, yeah, I can... To de- the naked eye, you can't see them. I can design, like, little yeah. nanites, yeah. and then they make, like, a bigger thing to, uh... Mm-hmm. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Um, um, the Earthbound-style Starman would be cool. I mean, not just for here, but, like, if we have, like, a music theme going on, that can be, like, a different style of, you know, music to go along with it. David Bowie... Well, we could also literally give like Stormy or Staryu another Evo mm. because they're they have references to space anyway. True, because okay. they send signals up to space apparently, and yeah. that was the that was a thing with them. I so like it's that. not out of the question. I like that. Um, in terms of your main guy, yes. Um, I need I need more I need more deets. Mm. I, need, I mean, I, I I can 
Because I, I like the idea of giving him, mm-hmm. like, a black hole one. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I'm sold on that. Yeah. I just want to know what's what's floating around the black hole. Well, I would said, like, a little uh, kazoo-style... Like, it's actually just, like, a little Pokemon uh-huh. that I don't know what it would be themed after. Maybe it could be, like, a literal um, gray or, like, little man mm-hmm. in the machine. I was just right. thinking of that scene from Men in Black 2 where the guy comes out and he's like, here, take the heart. All right, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Back. Um, okay, yeah. I like that. So, perhaps, like... It won't be a form of this, but, but, like, are you thinking in terms of something, like, ridiculous? Like, the, like, it's like a it little could. dude floating, and then he has, like... It could be that, or it could be literally piloting this, uh, spacesuit machine type thing. So, so maybe, like, a little, uh, like, the dude from WarioWare, who's, yeah. like, a little alien piloting yes. a, a ship? Yes. I can definitely do that. Mm-hmm. That, that I can definitely do. Yeah. Um. And maybe, like, the head comes off. I said it would yes. have like a creepy like a creepy episode, but it's actually revealed to be like an innocent little prankster. Yes. So and I thought that would also fit like the psychic thing because they would see the suit walking around with a void in it. Mm-hmm. And then like on closer inspection it's just this thing playing shigs with them. I like that. Right, I like well, that. I can yeah. I can easily do that. I, uh, like an alien an alien mobile suit. Yes. Pretty much. Yes. Oh, that's right up your alley. Isn't I, it? it is. Yeah. I can. I can easily do that. Yeah. Easily. Um, and then I need I, to write these down. I went beyond <laughs> the prompt. Uh, you were asking for a name for our uh, Marie Laveau mm-hmm. style gym leader, and I found the perfect one. Marie Laveau had a daughter daughter by the name of Angele, and I thought Angele del Rogni would be the, the perfect thing because that translates to Angele of the Spiders. <laughs> okay. And I thought, you know, she's in a spooky bayou swamp. Angele. De, I mean, I have it right here. De orangeny. Orangeny. The French word for spider. Okay. Well, first names only, unfortunately, because we are Pokemon. Yeah. Uh, but, so, uh... Angeli. Angeli, okay. I'll, 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 I'll get the correct spelling off yeah. the thing. But then yes. we got, uh, we got Alien Mobile Suit. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got Rotom Rover. Yep. We got, uh... Micro-machines? Tr- yeah, Trash Collector. Trash Collector. Um, we got Micro-machines. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got Starman. Yes. And... Am I missing one? Um... Starman. Oh, okay. Uh, Moon Rabbit. Yes, and Mooncake. Mooncake. Uh, well, uh, during that, uh, you know, uh, we, we had to pause briefly there, yeah. but, uh, uh, during that totally short amount of time, mm. I thought of something, uh, for your, for your, for your alien piloting a mech. Yes. Um, a classic story in terms of that is, uh, War of the Worlds, uh-huh. which has been, uh, duplicated sometimes in, like, Independence Day and things. A tripod. Piloted by little alien dude mm-hmm. uh, in a, in a mech suit, and it doesn't have to take the form of a tripod. It can take the you know it can take the form of whatever. But uh, you know they're piloting something like that, thinking a big bulky mech suit type thing, mm-hmm. be it be it a tripod like a jellyfish mm-hmm. or something like that, with a scary cockpit face. Mm-hmm. Um, but then when you get it down to half health, the cockpit opens. You see cute little alien dude. And even though it, uh, you know, it loses some defense, but its speed goes up. Oh, a gimmick. Yeah. We love a gimmick. Because as per those stories, whenever they're not in the suits, they're susceptible to germs or mm-hmm. 
blunt force like anything else. So it, <laughs> yes. it's you know, I, lo- I I think that could be one of our best. Well, if you we, are the artiste, yeah. so who am I? But yes. Um. So yeah, I mm. I already love this dude. I think uh, I think he'll work perfectly with um. With with, with Isaac. So, yeah. <laughs> What's the well, we're, uh, yeah. spoiler, yeah. Isaac? Yeah. Um. But if you if you approve, I'll go in that direction with them. Yeah. You then... have my blessing. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Give Fia a hug. <laughs> I'll I'll, 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 I'll swing, uh, you know, those concepts by you, see what you'd like best. Yes. Um, So we have another batch of brand new pokes Mm -hmm. uh, that I can add. None of them overlap with each other. Yep. You think like I do, you don't don't make duplicates, so all of these can be added in some way, and they will. Mm. Um, Because why not? Who who cares? It's ours. Well, why not's already a Pokemon, so we won't be adding... (laughs) Um, but, uh, I suppose now that we have more or less gotten four of these, uh, gym leaders covered, uh, you know, we got some pretty cool characters awaiting us in the second half of the region, uh, but I do think we should take a slight step back Mm. and, um, you know, uh, for the sake of, uh, having all our bases covered, um... A few weeks ago, we started formulating our designs behind the scenes for our two evil teams. We settled on Team Lithium and uh, uh, Team, team, Thorn. Th- team Thorn. Yes. Um, the, the, the old school bandits versus the cyberpunk police. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, without spoilers, we have uh, some big wigs for both of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, some of which we've already talked about. But we designed for them, I think, four uh, admins apiece. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it would be time to give some of those admins some love, mm-hmm. um, and they will come next in the design order. Uh, for Team Thorn, uh, underneath uh, Blue Bell, the yeah. your character's mom, we have uh, Poppy, yeah. who was an old school pro, uh, prospector, mm-hmm. and your mom's second in command, Sage, yes. who is like a, a hippie who is a peaceful yeah. protest kind Thanks of zero, person. Zero five. Yes, yeah. exactly. Um, so I think if I if I'm going to give you a, a new prompt, mm-hmm. it should be signature mons for those two. All right. Yeah, I'll so, get right to it. Remember, we got uh, as per as per your prompts and what we settled on. You have you you have the character archetypes for both of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, we already know that that Roly Coley and all <laughs> them exist in our Roly Coley Oli, yeah. They, it's already there. They, they exist because one of our other mons feeds on them, yeah. so it's, uh, you know, they exist. Um, so, uh, whether you would prefer it that, that uh, you know, Poppy have something along those lines, um, but think on it. Think mm-hmm. on Prospector and Hippie. Yes. And, and, you know, go along those lines, see what you come up with, mm. um, and then they will, their character art will follow our fourth gym leader. Okay. Uh, so that we have... Some of those covered, mm-hmm. um, and that's. Uh, I mean, I mean, I think it makes sense to probably do Team Thorn first because yeah. they're like the bait and switch. Uh, yeah. You know, they're what you think you're fighting against, but then then they say we be. So it's yeah. So we got we got a good system in place. So well, we've uh, already got the cyberpunk team's main thing. It's just a bad game, a bad video game. Yes, that's <laughs> <laughs> what they call out. Yeah, but you could finally change your haircut. Oh boy. <laughs> In the far-off future, it only costs 200 gigabytes. 
<laughs> which I don't have, Dan. Um, but yeah, so uh, work on those next, uh, because then obviously we got some exciting characters to move into. We got our our Frida Kahlo and our yes. artist or artist Bo, mm. Jim du- duo Jim leader, yes, but. Yes, yes. Uh, so as not to indulge in sweets too much, we will go back and try to give some of these villains, uh, because I think Poppy is one of the first villains, quote-unquote, that you fight in mm-hmm. the game, so we'll get those done. Uh, Bug Rival is also coming. Yes. Uh, him him, I, I've been working on, um, but uh, yeah, so think on that, stew on it. I shall. And we will come back to it. Yes. Um, shall we go for it? Yes. <laughs> as Salim would say. Uh, we resume our Fullmetal Alchemist Brotherhood. We are currently in part two, section two, which we will finish today with these five episodes. We'll be heading into part three of the anime. Mm-hmm. Um, divide into six parts, just a casual reminder and a recap slash thoughts on what we watched last. So if you may recall from that distant past, uh, we met some friends from the neighboring country of Jing. Uh, we met Mei Chang, teamed up with Yoki and Scar to find Edward Elric in the hopes that... They could uh, learn a little bit more about the, um, oh my gosh, the alchemy that goes on in Amestris, mm-hmm. as opposed to Shing, which has a different style. We also met Prince Ling and his humble helpers, Lan Fan and Fu, uh, in his quest to search for immortality. He's basically one of the Emperor's sons. The Emperor, Many sons. Many, yeah. many sons. The Emperor wants to cling to life, and then hopefully by giving the Emperor immortality, uh, he hopes to win favor mm-hmm. uh, for his clan. Uh, Ross, in a timeline and a plotline that we entirely skipped, uh, Sergeant Ross got charged for Hughes' murder and escaped to Shing. Uh, Mustang's squad defeated Lust in the third laboratory in an explosive moment. Uh, the Elric's father, Hohenheim, dropping hints that uh, they were brought back. What they brought back wasn't their mother. Mm-hmm. And then after further excavating, um, that they did find out that that was not in fact their mother. Yes. So they can't bring back the dead to life. Uh, a grave warning of something horrible coming to the country, and the boys' renewed mission to get Al's bodies back, now that it is possible. Yes. So, our brothers have a new cause, now it's just get our bodies back. Yes. Um, but yeah, we're gonna dive into five really good episodes today. Mm-hmm. I know that I've been putting uh, Winry to the sideline, she will get a time to shine today. Good. We won't be skipping her plotline, and it's actually quite a powerful episode. I picked five because... Usually I watch them and I say, all right, could this be skipped? These five could not. Okay. So no, I, I, I believe I you. felt that it was a good way to end this section. Do we have any expectations of what's going on? I know you don't know what's coming, but... I, I do not, but the last batch of episodes was intense. Yes. It was, like, a lot of thought-provoking stuff. Um, I love the world building. I love what's developing. I love the intrigue that's building. Mm-hmm. Uh, a la triangle strategy, uh, and, and <laughs> I, um, I'm just really excited to see where this goes, legitimately, I, these episodes are, you know, I have, I have no idea what's coming, yep. so, uh, you know, uh, I am many years late to the party, but this is new to me, mm-hmm. so, um, I'm just excited to see where it goes, yep. even if it is sad, or scary, I don't know, but, yeah. I mean, <laughs> or nice intense, I, yeah. yeah, so, yeah. Um, well, today we'll see Lon Fon giving Fuhrer King Bradley a hand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll um, see the pits of your gluttony, Dan. How uh-huh. deep does it go? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, there might be a big revelation or two. Okay. All okay. right. So after the break, join us, won't you? Of course, and get your seasonings.
Well, we're back to Anime Was Not a Mistake, and I have some ideas on how to blackmail Dan Ryan after watching those episodes. <laughs> those were very intense. Yes. Like, I, the plot is thickening. Well, and, can you uh, see why I couldn't cut one? No, no, yeah. no, not at all. Yeah. Like, they're, they're, no, 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 nothing to be trimmed. No skips, no trimming the fat here. It is, I like to consider this, this is kind of like the most frequent episodes that I've watched, Mm -hmm. and it's kind of an emotional climax. I remember this whole segment taking place within Gluttony as being, like, a big, like, oh, okay, I'm kind of into this series now. Mm -hmm. Um, Because it comes out of nowhere, and for a Full Metal uh, Virgin, uh, a lot of surprises around the corners here. Like, like it's... I don't know. It just plays out so differently than how I expect. Well, like, what did you expect? Shown in anime. Oh, well, okay. I, mean, I like, shown in general. That, that's what I'm. I'm used to. Like, like concise like sagas with yeah. with enemies to defeat. But it's like in this one, the the you know the boys confront a different confrontation. There's a different like existential thing. And there's thing. less fighting. Yes, it's more yeah. like emotional trauma. <laughs> No, well, yeah, there's less, because, like, each problem needs, like, a unique solution that Mm -hmm. isn't, like, you know, like, I wasn't expecting what happens with Envy to to be solved by, like, a discussion at that point, and and it, like, it's things that I, I don't anticipate at all mm-hmm. so i i i have no idea we're not even halfway done this is like i said the emotional halfway though so yeah. like if you survive this it peaks a few more times but it never i mean it never really goes past this because mm-hmm. it's it's heavy mm-hmm. at the end and uh it's kind of iconic yeah uh, in a way so i'm um, glad you enjoyed mm-hmm. hypothetically so let's get into the drawing board slash the alchemy circle slash what we watched as i said my notes will be incorporated Mm-hmm. Into the episodes, I included a few pieces of trivia throughout. There's a lot, um, mm-hmm. so if you find that interesting, look up the uh, Fullmetal Alchemist Brotherhood wiki. Of course. And join me. Uh, but what did we miss? There was one episode we cut beforehand, so here's a little plot recap. Mustang recovers and the homunculi are all pissed uh, after destroying Lust in the Fifth Laboratory. Mm-hmm. Um, Mustang is important and is revealed to be a sacrifice for opening a gate, in quotes, and the only ones that they deem worthy enough for these sacrifices are those who saw the truth, also in quotes. Mm-hmm. So we assume that they made a similar deal or, you know, saw what lied beyond that circle. Yeah. A la Ed and Al. Um, Ed has a theory that he is fueling Al's body in the void due to them mixing blood when trying to revive their mother. Um, this could explain why Ed is a lot shorter than Al. Despite being the older brother, because his body's, like, sustenance is going to fuel two people instead of one. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Uh, Fuhrer is connected to the homunculi, which we get a big reveal at the end of that episode. Uh, Havoc's legs aren't working. Jean, Jean Havoc, remember previously mm-hmm. dating Lust, uh, he's put out of commission, and he's really sad about it. Uh, Dr. Marker, Marco could help. Uh, find him but uh, we also meet dr knox who we see a little bit more in these episodes who helps cover up the ross incident 
and he offers another warning to Mustang to be careful. Scar is back in Central, killing State Alchemist again, and they plan to use uh, Scar and a fight between them to lure out the homunculi, hoping to capture one. Mm -hmm. For further questions, answers, and study, uh, Scar is with Ling and Lanfon. Winry sticks around in Central in case Ed needs repairing, because that seems to be the case whenever she dips out, Ed busts something. So she's like, I'm tired of this, I'll just stay by your side for now. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, explaining why she's there uh dr marco goes missing which we know that lust and gluttony already previously scooped him Mm -hmm. in a past episode uh mustang is not giving up on havoc there's this really like emotional moment where mustang's like you consider yourself less than me you like think that you work for me but really we work together as a team Mm -hmm. um i'm nothing without any of you guys Mm -hmm. so mustang gets a little bit more humanized than that scar walks in on ed al mustang and hawkeye Ed is used as bait and says, like, let's fight him out. Bradley, Ling, Lanfon, and Gluttony enter the fight, and Bradley then attacks Lanfon out mm-hmm. of nowhere. So it's a seemingly like, oh shit, there's a big player on the board. Oh, I, and I would like, Ed and Alphon don't see. No, they Brad, don't know. Okay. They don't okay. know until it's revealed a few episodes from now that he's a homunculus. But okay. interesting nonetheless. The stakes are high. Uh, episode 22, Backs in the Distance. Bradley and Wrath in media res strikes Lanfon and injures her left arm critically but she deflects the mortal blow with a kunai which is interesting i like that they give lawn fawn a little bit more to do mm-hmm. um i think she comes back in the end i'm not familiar but i do consider her a fan favorite a lot of people like lawn fawn mm-hmm. um as the female ninja type uh, she is knocked unconscious injured but alive before gluttony can eat her ling strikes him down uh ling picks up lawn fawn and tries to flee uh staying in rat's blind spot which i thought was funny because he has an eye patch on yeah. like well yeah whatever but i like i like you know ling's fighting style is really interesting whenever he's on like it's animated like beautifully Mm -hmm. like he his whole animation yeah yeah Yeah. they i I like ling too i mean like i often forget that he was a part like younger me would forget that ling was here yeah it makes sense in the longer run of things um Wrath knocks Ling and Lanfon into a building, and Wrath suggests getting rid of the excess baggage, and we get more similarities between uh, Ling and uh, Mustang, saying, like, no true king can lead without his people, so I care as much as for the people that work for me than I do about myself. Don't leave anyone behind. Yeah. Um, using a bloodborne tactic, he sets off a flash grenade, <laughs> stunning uh, Fuhrer Bradley. But he says, "Well, you didn't, <laughs> you didn't get my good eye." And yeah. he reveals that he's got an eye tattoo of the Ouroboros. Yeah. So he is truly a homunculi. Uh, meanwhile, elsewhere, Winry dreams of her parents leaving for Ishval, the final day that she sent them off there. Um, she visits Hugh's grave with Gracia and Alicia in another grieving sad moment for a kid's show. But mm-hmm. I do like that they this show does let their characters grieve in like a normal human way. Yeah. Like visiting the graveyard and the grave and talking to it. And- which, it was not some- which is not something that's done often enough. No. So yeah. like they truly like made Hughes a great character, even yeah. though he dies in like the first 13 episodes. Well, you feel him after he's gone, yeah. so. Yeah, um, but uh, it's cute, and Winry uh, wanders through the streets... And then hears that the Elrics are fighting Scar from the NPC characters and goes, those boys are at it again. I'm going to stop this. And she runs off into the kerfuffle. Mm -hmm. Um, She doesn't want to lose any more people, especially the brothers. Ed and Al still fighting off Scar. Ling hasn't set off their signal yet, saying that he captured the homunculus or a homunculus. Al tries to buy time questioning Scar's philosophy, where he's like, you use God to justify the murderer. Is that truly what a god would want and scar is just like well if there's a creator then there has to be a destroyer Mm -hmm. there has to be balance within 
Um, and he goes, he suggests to them, like, well, you saw what happened to Nina. Like, I may have killed her, but would she really have had a life? She could not have gone back to her previous body. And that was an interesting little, like, uh, like argument pivot. Because, like, yeah. Al tries well, to do he that. <gasps> but then he's like, okay, but you, yet you would have supported that yeah. science? Like, you would have been okay with her living as a lab rat? Mm-hmm. You know, like, just as long as she was alive? Like, that's not, I mean, there's know. a lot of morally gray things yeah. in this anime. It's great to discuss with uh, someone else. Winry, of course, pulling the jaw in the move. Dan's, like, talking about my fat ass and I stumble into the scene. <laughs> Well, we, but I mean, it's more serious than that. We joke, we joke. But Winry stumbles into the fight and hears the brothers talking to Scar. Um, just so happens that the rock bells are mentioned, the ones you killed. Al sees that Winry's standing there and goes like, oh, don't say it, Ed. And Ed, of course, reveals and, and Winry has the moment like, what? Like the big shoe drops yeah. here. And it's... How did how did Ed find out about... Was uh, just... Ed was in Ishval dealing with the Ross thing and mm-hmm. he came across some Ishvalans that were like, the rock bells helped us once, but one of our own killed them. Okay. Uh, out of like revenge for starting the whole Ishvalan war. Okay. So we skipped that, but it makes sense now mm-hmm. that Ed would know that and would have told an, he he told Al, but did mm-hmm. not tell Winry. Yes. Uh, they did want to keep that a little bit secret for now. Winry hears all this, she snaps and picks up a gun, aiming it at Scar, which is an emotionally heavy moment. You're like, you get Winry, she's a morally good character. Mm-hmm. She's nothing but good to these brothers, just wants to do the best and she's having her big Maria West Side story moment, how many bullets left she, you know? So, mm-hmm. she can kill too. And yeah. she has a tool. Uh, Scar thinks he has a flashback, so we get more of Scar isn't really as bad as you might think he is, Dan. Which is interesting. It's yeah. fascinating insight into him. So yeah. Scar thinks of his elders telling him to end the cycle of death. He says to Winry, uh, you have the right to kill me because I did kill your parents. And he flashbacks to the invasion of Ishval with Scar and his brother, a trained alchemist. Scar's brother's alchemy might be their only line of defense against the state alchemist, but Scar, at this point, sees it as violent and an abomination. Which I did think was was interesting, because he already had, like, some kind of uh, moral or spiritual stance against it, yeah. even then. Like, yeah. this isn't... No, you don't... You fight against them with that, you're becoming the monster, mm-hmm. so... Mm-hmm. So, the attack begins on Ishval with many innocent casualties, which we'll see multiple times from different angles and perspectives... Uh, Scar fights back, running to his father, mother, and brother. Scar is given the research notes that his brother had penned before being instructed to flee. And it's the whole anime moment like, gee, in case anything bad happens to me, take these notes. So, Mm. I don't think this brother's long for this world. Uh, Scar's brother is not a warrior like Scar, and a vaguely familiar alchemist appears and attempts to massacre everyone. So, they may pop up in a few uh, episodes. They did get a name drop in one of these episodes that I forgot to mention, though. But we have seen them before. I would hope. Okay. Uh, He realizes that... Oh, wait, sorry. So, um, this other alchemist, like, massacres everyone. It's nothing but ruins in Ishval. And in the aftermath, only Scar and his brother cling to life. Scar is missing his right arm. And suddenly his brother realizes that he must transmute his own arm onto his brother. Which and is, explains the tattoos. It does. And it's yeah. a fascinating because he, 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 you know, his brother has the tattoos for both creation and destruction. Mm-hmm. But he needs the creation one to transmute the It's very Radio Rahim. Onto, yeah. Night of the Hunter. You've seen that. I made you watch yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Love and hate on one arm. Um, and it's like, uh, you when know... are we doing a Night of the Hunter episode, though? We, can, we can do that. Yeah, well, but continue, sorry. E- easily, <laughs> uh, but, uh, the... Um, but yeah, another parallel between the the Elric brothers, too, yes. so... Yeah. Um, would you say that, um, Al is more of, like, the creative and Ed's the destructive? 
Hmm. Because they kind of work together like that, too. They do? Yeah. Because he's in a suit of armor. Like, Al's more defense. Yeah, and he, he tends to generate big things, whereas yeah, Ed that's attacks. True. So That's true. Yeah. Ed makes weapons. It's a similar and dynamic. hands. Lots of hands. Yeah. Um, Alright, so... Uh, Scar's missing his right arm. He wakes up... Uh, being taken care of by the Rockbells, being medics. Another thing that I didn't put in these notes is that um, the Amestrians are all portrayed with, like, blonde blue eyes. Mm -hmm. So it's like, oh, we're doing, like, the political... Yeah. You know, the eugenics program. Like, that's how you see each other. Which is fitting, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I I really appreciated that, too. And he even sees the Rockbells as just their blonde hair and blue eyes. And that's a great, like, you know, whenever these things go into prejudice like that, it's it's usually actually pretty impactful. You don't feel like anyone's in the wrong here. No. I mean, it is a sorrowful situation, but you can't blame anyone for how they acted. Um, so the Rockbells are trying to nurse Scar back to health along with all these other Ishvalans, but they're out of supplies. Um, Scar wakes up wondering where his brother is. He still has the notebook and he realizes that his brother's arm is grafted onto his own. Yeah. And he goes through a little bit of an emotional crisis. No, and it's, it's, I, it, it's a great scene because he sees his own arm and he's like, oh brother, you did make it. Mm-hmm. And then he like, it dawns on him like, like, no, it's just, it's just me. Yeah. And then he, yeah. So, in a fit of rage against all Amestrians, Scar murders the Rockbells, and he walks away from this scene bleeding, and we can assume, like, even though he's full of rage, a la the Pokemon mm-hmm. rival in Black and White 2, mm-hmm. oh, I forget his name, but uh, it's the first time that Scar expresses regret, because he is crying as he's, like, walking away. Like, mm-hmm. he's lost so much and done at that point. So, like, don't judge Scar! I like him! Well, yeah, and then he yeah, comes on the, stick around the, the ruins of Ishval, yeah. and it's 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 looking like uh, Khalid from uh, Elden Ring. <laughs> but Pennsylvania. Florida, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Winry is here with her one-shot fancy, don't let me down. Um, but Scar says, like, when you fire that gun, Winry, then we will be enemies. Of course, the brothers don't want Winry to fire, but mm-hmm. she's in her own emotions right now. Suggesting that the chain of hatred will continue. And he does say, if you do fire, remember that the Amestrians started this whole thing. Yeah. Which, from every perspective we've been shown so far, they have. Yes. They they started that war by killing an innocent child, and everything blew up after that. Um, Ed jumps in the way of Winry and Scar. Scar is reminded of his brother and the alchemist that killed him. So he's like, oh, we're not so different, you and I. Yeah. Um... Al shoes Scar away and suggests that Ed get Winry somewhere safe uh, as he chases Scar. Winry couldn't shoot, and we get this very cute moment between Ed and Winry where he's like, these hands aren't made for killing. You rescued that baby in Rush Valley. You gave me an arm and my brother, like, helped yeah. my brother and stuff, so... Yeah, your hands create. They, yeah. don't, they don't kill. Which is a nice yeah. parallel for what we're learning. Mm-hmm. It's a good episode. That's why I wouldn't skip it. And then... To top it all off, like, when Rinri's like, I couldn't do that, and they're, like, embracing each other, we get the let it all out at the end. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, this works. Yeah, it's always perfect. So you're letting <laughs> out your emotions. Yes, I like that. Conceal, don't feel. Or feel, don't conceal. Mm-hmm. Um, episode 23, Girl on the Battlefield. So an interesting trivia point on this episode is this episode has four characters that it can refer to. Winry, May, Hawkeye, and Lon Fawn. 
So mm-hmm. it could fit any one of these girls. Okay. The gals are here. Uh, the fight between Ling and Lanfon and Bradley and Gluttony continues. Ling manages to run. Uh, Gluttony continues tracking them down, smelling the scent of blood, while Wrath, like, does his power walk after them. Yes. Um, yeah, li- yeah, literally. Yeah. yeah. Uh, take Winry somewhere safe. So Ed is back with uh, Winry, and he suggests to the soldiers to take them somewhere safe. I'm going to go fight because it's the only thing I can do. Um, and Winry says, like, I can only wait. That's she's real down in the dumps now. She's mm-hmm. wants to offer some real support, but all she finds herself doing is waiting for other people to fight. Yes. Um, Hawkeye uh, is with. Oh my gosh, why can't I remember Mustang? His name? Mustang in their like little room, and she has this whole closet of costumes to wear. Your disguise. Yeah, as they're listening <laughs> over the radio about, oh, the Fullmetal Alchemist is on the move against Scar because they're still trying to capture a homunculi. And Mustang goes, we're going to meet up at this joint outside of town. Here's this. Be careful. Don't be seen. And, of course, Hawkeye leaves and we get more dramatic relationship tension between the two where she's like, well, you don't be seen either. Yeah. After she opens the door. Like, this is the best OTP. And you'll see why. There's one episode that's, like, the most shippable episode, but it's near the end of the series. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're building this up. Uh, Gluttony is not stopping, goes after Scar, Wrath continues the chase. Lanfon feels useless without her arm and suggests to Ling that he leave her behind um, because she's just baggage. And then in a shot which we don't get a resolution to, she almost goes to kill herself. Yes. And Dan is left waiting. It, yeah. <laughs> Unbated breath. Al and Scar fight. Al still has faith in alchemy, despite being trapped in a different body. He he says that he won't reject his brother, and on saying that, Ed stops a lethal blow from Scar at Al. Yeah, because Scar manages to, like, uh, miscloud him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, At this point, Gluttony attacks Scar. Uh, Wrath is tracking down this blood trail for Lanfon. So there's, like, a lot of... I like how this series does, like, the different tension timelines. Mm -hmm. There's a lot happening at once. Yeah. Um, but, uh, we see that Fira Bradley finds an arm of Lon Fawn and gives a shocked face just as Ling pops out of a sewer grate and attacks Gluttony. Yes. In a very fluid scene as well. And some, like most of the, and I'll save it until we're, we're at the end mm-hmm. and we're finished with this. Um, but uh, it makes me really want to like this and the like next episode really make me want to go read the manga to yes. see how, how some of this was visually represented. Mm-hmm. Like, There's a lot of direct shots, like that one with the finger pointing at the end is a very iconic shot in manga mm-hmm. history. It's recreated, like, yeah. exactly, so they do a pretty good job at it. Yeah, so I, I, I'm interested to go back and see that at some point, because, you know, the effects used in the in the show or in the editing and everything else is amazing, but yeah. I, I, I'd be really interested to see how it all pieces together, mm-hmm. but... So, Raph finds Lanfon's severed arm strapped to a dog. Poor um, dog. <laughs> I mean, I don't think it's assumed that he kills the dog, because he's like, good move, and then we see Lanfon like, I got you. Mm-hmm. Where I'm like, good, they're giving, like, the gal something to do here, she's learning because Ed uh, did the same trick yeah. on her in a previous episode, which was great. Uh, Ling binds Gluttony with Cable, and since he's getting so big, Dan... He can't. Well, yeah, he's, he's like contained. He feeds him a. No, it's actually pretty ingenious. I don't know if that's how it would work, though. But I guess he has no more space to grow. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, but no, but that is it's ingenious because he he feeds him a grenade. He blows oh, yeah, up. Very good scene. And then they yeah. they bind him as he's regenerating, and he's like, "Your body will keep doing that until you're your original size again." So. Mm-hmm. 
he's like ensnared because yeah. he can't grow anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, suddenly, Hawkeye rolls up and shoots Scar. Really badass scene. She's yeah, like, she's got a lab coat on for no reason and just glasses. And it's like, who could that be? And then they put it together instantly. I'm like, you could have had a better disguise than that. Yeah. But she's so badass, just pulling up in my knee. <laughs> my knee, ouch. Uh, but what's this? Um, just as uh, Ling and Gluttony are loaded into the car, uh, she dips off and Ed and I are like, we got to pretend not to know her because the uh, the um, army or the military are behind us. Mm-hmm. So we don't want to reveal any of our secrets yet. Um, when they seem to have the upper hand on Scar, Mei Chang kicks Al and then draws an alchemy circle, which causes a train explosion to escape with Scar. Mm-hmm. In a very cool scene. She does it very quickly and fluidly. She draws a sign with her foot. And because this is alchemy, she can set it off at a distance. Yes. Which is an interesting point to note. Uh, Ling wants to get Lan Fun, and then Hawkeye pulls a Yui. Uh, and as she's doing so, Bradley, of course, is standing there. It's like, hmm, that woman, she must be Mustangs. Oh, and these great little moments yeah, that, like, building, building, building. things are not going as planned. Oh. So, yeah. Um, May heals up Scar as he thinks of Winry and the cycle of hate. Yoki shows up and May notices that Xiao Mei, her mini panda, is also mitting, missing. And in that scene, we see that Elle has discovered Xiao Mei. What is it? A rat? Yeah. <laughs> a cat? I don't know what it is. Um, but Xiao Mei thinks to herself as a panda that Al is the new top of the food pyramid with Yoki and uh, Ed being at the bottom. Yeah. In their hierarchy. It's cute. Which is cute. Um, in the English dub of the episode, Ed refers to Xiao Mei as a panda bear, while in the original story, she is mistaken uh, by all Amestrians as a strange black and white cat, which makes more sense because pandas are not a native species here. Mm-hmm. So, like, everyone is like, what kind of weird cat are you carrying around? Uh, additionally, characters in subsequent episodes of the dub refer to Xiao Mei as a cat. Uh, this could be seen as a continuity error mm-hmm. that they did not fix. However, it's possible that Ed and Alphonse know about pandas through research. Yeah, we can only speculate. Yeah, they read many books. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bradley is then having a conversation with Winry um, when Ad, Ed and Al arrive and we get this whole sinister like even though they don't know exactly Bradley's evil yet mm-hmm. we get like it's a shame if something would happen yeah, you got to a her. trustworthy friend there it, almost like yeah. what if the queen herself was in the interrogation room with us <laughs> sipping tea what's going on here and she's actually made of nanomachines yeah, so. I, mean, I wouldn't doubt it at this point <laughs> Um, I saw Spencer. I know what the Queen's really yeah. made of. Um, Winry asks to be informed about what's happening, and she's coming to terms with her parents' death. More waiting. Um, they go back to the hotel, and Winry gets a phone call from her boss in Rush Valley, and business is booming. It's just there to show that Winry is appreciated for the work that she does. She's helping in her own way. And I like that. Yeah, I, I yeah. like it, but, I mean, it comes out of, it's like me having a private phone conversation with myself, trying to delude myself into thinking that I'm wanted. Oh, come on. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> oh. um, but, but I yeah. like it when they do that. Like, yeah. they're, you know, they're able to serve in other ways, and they, they, they give those moments to Bulma sometimes, yeah. like, where it's reminded that she has tech smarts and yeah. money so it's That's true yeah. she came from money the yeah. nepotism's there it's strong um uh so she does that and she decides that she should go back to rush valley saying bye to the brothers as their trains depart and at this point ed whispers something to winry as the bell is ringing she's like what did you say and then he screams at the end like next time i make you cry i want it to be tears of joy mm-hmm. so there's that promise it's an important promise i, I like it, it comes up many a time um, and then is Winry falling for Ed now? Mm-hmm. 
Mustang rolls up with the brothers to Dr. Knox's house. Uh, could be putting himself in danger, but he's been out of sorts with his family since the war in Ishval. He's like old and gruff, and he's like, my wife left me yeah. after that war, so it's yeah. whatever. And this is all doing, um, in the case of helping Lan Fon in a very painful surgery. Ling feels guilty for the sacrifice, but says that it was his idea in the first place, so really the one who should be taking the brunt of the blame is him. Mm-hmm. Which is cool. Like, Ling doesn't turn against them yeah. for following through the plan. Uh, Lan Fon was ready to act where I was not. And we see that it was the same arm trap that Ed used in an earlier episode. Um, I know a great engineer that can help you out with a mechanical arm. Assuming that that's Winry. Winry's going to have more business. Mustang meets Ling and all look at Gluttony. Um, as King Bradley is revealed to be a homunculus due to the tattoo on his eyes. So it even goes further up than the king? Yeah. Yeah. How shit is this country, Dan? Oh, well, I guess we'll see. <laughs> uh, Ling wants Gluttony for immortality, but... Gluttony on seeing that Mustang is in the room and being spurned by, like, him killing Lust a few episodes ago, uh, expands his stomach and opens an all-eating void, which tears through this house that they're in. We all know that feel, but... (laughs) Uh, Episode 24, Inside the Belly. Envy is bringing meals to Dr. Marco, who is another candidate for sacrifice, and Dr. Marco has a theory that they're forming a giant transmutation circle, which Envy admits is on the right track, but not quite right to well, make a Philosopher's Stone. Yeah, yeah, so like, I think it's the, ph- I don't know if it's the Philosopher's Stone part that he's correcting him on, but mm. it was, it's interesting, it's like, yeah. mm, almost. And of course they're using the village of Marco's been living in as bait for Marco to play along with their little game mm-hmm. for now. Um, emotions before common sense. Uh, Bradley and Wrath is walking through his home, talking to an unseen voice referred to as Pride. Mm-hmm. So this is a unseen homunculus that we haven't met yet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, all according to Father's plans, but Mustang, the Elrics, and the Shingies might provoke them to step aside for the young. Which is, Bradley's getting a lot of humanistic moments now. He is. It's very odd. That whole conversation, like, because he's like, Almost talking about how it's, like, been a thrill to do that. Like, yeah. he likes the intrigue. Well, he's lived the... for 60 years. He has a wife and child. Yeah. Like, he's gotten everything that he's wanted out of life, and now it's, like, a new challenge for him. Yeah, he's got to, like, outsmart these youngsters, and it's paralleled with this image of a spider eating a butterfly yeah. or a moth or yeah. whatever near the light. So it's like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Something's going on here. And of course, I'm head of the military. I know where they're at. Yeah. <laughs> I put two and two together. That one abandoned house at the edge of town. Yeah. Sure, why not? Uh, Gluttony is using his deformed stomach to eat all matter back at the abandoned house, and he's extremely angered by Mustang focusing on that. Um, they all agree that they have to bring him down, and in the comedic scene, Gluttony chases the brothers and Mustang, and the brothers are like, well, we could just leave you behind, he wants you! Yeah. But they're saying, no split up. Mm-hmm. He doesn't seem that smart. Um, and he's only after that. And Hawkeye gets some cool scenes defending Mustang, where she just pops out of a bush, shoots, and then pops back in the bush. Yeah. <laughs> All while a menacing uh, Doberman Pinscher type is watching them yes. from the background. Who could it be, Dan? Uh, Mustang is still wounded as Dr. Knox tries to get Ling and Lan Fawn into a waiting car. But he's grizzled, but he does resolve to wait for the others. Mm-hmm. Which, for Dr. Knox, he becomes a little bit yeah, more of an important I li- character. I like that. He's like, I'm not, I'm a, I'm a civilian, not yeah. a, a yeah. Mm, but I'll stay. <laughs> yeah. It's it's cool. Uh, waiting for the rest. Musta- Mustang's illusion keeps Gluttony busy. Uh, Mustang is put in the car as Elrix and Zhao Mei stay behind with Ling. Uh, Bradley is a homunculus. Take care of that. That was also, like, the big reveal at the end of the episode. That mm-hmm. 
Fjord King Bradley is actually homunculus. I saw yeah. it. So it goes deeper than that. Uh, all the kids, interestingly, are taking on this fight, and then Hawkeye gives Ed a gun. Yeah. Well, no, but it's a good it's a good little exchange because they're like, you know, like, well, okay, none of you are in any state to do anything, mm-hmm. so we seem to be the only ones who can handle this problem. And it doesn't so, matter that we're kids. Yeah. What's capable. the matter with these kids today? <laughs> kids. Uh, Gluttony is raging and Envy appears as a dog. Interestingly, in the manga, Envy arrives at the scene of the fight disguised as a dog here, but in uh, in the manga, he's in the form of a horse. So I've never seen a horse talk, Mr. Ed. And a horse in the woods. <laughs> Mr. Ed. Ed, maybe? I don't know. Oh, okay. Um, additionally, yeah. when disguising himself as Lan Fawn, later on, the manga version has Envy using her masked form, while this episode uses her unmasked and injured form, which I think works better, because it's like giving a face to, to Ling before yeah. he attacks and tries to do anything. Um, Envy doesn't want to fight, which is interesting. He says that he's just here to get gluttony. Uh, gluttony can eat Ling, but can't touch the brothers. They're not allowed to fight them. Mm-hmm. Um, Ling versus Envy, the brothers, bro- the brothers, the brothers, the brothers versus Gluttony, um, and this is mirrored by Bradley's adopted son, Salim, reads a letter about how my dad is the best dad. A plus Salim. Yeah, well, uh, that was, and that was like a whole thing, like in a, like the doctor in a previous scene noted that like, oh no, like, even if he is a homunculus and can't reproduce, his yeah. son's adopted, mm-hmm. so it doesn't matter. Yeah. So, so that sidesteps that. might have a, a, a huge connection with him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, <laughs> why Dan Ryan is the best. Yeah. Thank you, I'm Jonathan. <laughs> <laughs> the end. What a wonderful essay, yeah, Jonathan. A plus. <laughs> the nepotism didn't play a hand in that yet, right? <laughs> mm. Uh, but Envy makes a snake arm. Snake arm! (laughs) (laughs) And spider hands. (laughs) And Ling kicks dirt in his eyes and slashes Envy. Gluttony can't eat slash fight the brothers. Envy disguises himself as Lan Fawn as he tells Gluttony to eat Ling. Envy tries to push out of the way, but Gluttony eats Envy, Ling, and Ed. Al and Gluttony are left alone with no way out. In this gaping void, so... And I, I did like the exchange between Ling and Envy, because he's like, oh, well, you know, people have been trying to assassinate me since I was born, so yeah, I've learned how I've to fight prepared. dirty. I can fight snake arms any day yeah. of the week. <laughs> uh, Dr. Knox is nursing Lan Fawn. Mustang and Hawkeye need to start figuring out this Bradley thing. Uh, they think back to Colonel Hughes again, with advice on getting as many people on their side as they can. They arrive at Central Command, where Lieutenant General Raven, who comes back a little later, uh, thinks to his boss, Grumman, who always called Raven... Oh, Mustang is, like, thinking about his boss, Grumman, Mm -hmm. uh, who always called Raven as very compassionate, which is an interesting description of Raven. I I want you to remember him, because he doesn't seem very compassionate in the coming episodes. Well, it was a whole, like, he's like, like, oh, how how is uh, Grumman doing these days like oh grumman always told me about you like you're you're so compassionate to a fault that you stop to nurse your troops back to health Mm -hmm. on the battlefield and that could spell trouble and then you know it it gets uh raven's goat briefly but then Mm -hmm. he's like you know but don't worry he said that if you still think that then you're a good man so uh so at the meeting that raven is inviting mustang to Mustang brings up the rumors that Bradley might be homunculus. Raven takes this as a joke, but then he walks in with this room with all the big wigs, Mm -hmm. all the white men at the top of the government that Mm -hmm. are clearly not evil, right? Wink, Mm -hmm. wink. And says, tell me that Ginny Sachs joke again. (laughs) Uh, Well, uh, her her (laughs) ass And then Bradley (laughs) comes out. Yes, I would love to hear that joke, wouldn't you? (laughs) That was a good oh shit moment. That was a quality like, uh uh-oh moment. I, I, yeah... 
That's so, good. Good intrigue. Yeah. And to end this episode, Ed wakes up in a dark void full of ruins and blood, mm-hmm. not knowing where we are. Episode 25, Doorway of Darkness. Ed blames Ling for getting him in there. Ling is also revealed to be alive in this void. And Ed questions him, how do I know you're the real Ling? Well, let me just recite the bill at the hotel. And yeah. then you'll know me. 4322. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, coveted that wind. Yeah, all of our all of our passcode. If you ever need to... Uh, yeah, there's secret uh, codes that we use. You can just uh, recite an inside joke, and if you're disguised as one of us, yeah. it could well, no. lead to your victory. Well, I mean, I could shoot you just for shigs, too, so it doesn't matter. I just wanted to shoot Dan. It's fine. Uh, fire lighting the stomach from Mustang's attack. Um, Ed, Al's hand is also in here, but he did not get swallowed. Ed tries to use Elric telepathy to contact Al... And they realize that there's no way out of here, no bottom ceiling or wall to mm-hmm. touch. It's just a limitless black void full of ruins. It's a, it's a, it's pretty much a FromSoft area. It, so, and it's getting there, Dan. I'm surprised you didn't know about the big reveal at the end of this episode. But outside of the stomach, May and Yoki look for Zhao Mei. Uh, we get backstory with Mei being from the lowest hierarchy clan of Jing, uh, more like a sister than a pet. This little panda bear, and she too is looking for immortality to help her clan out since they're at the bottom of the rung. Mm-hmm. Uh, Scar wants to try and find Zhao Mei, so he's not such a bad guy after all, yeah. is he, Dan? Yeah. Uh, he understands Mei because he lost all his people as well, Yoki reveals. Ed and Ling are starving. They've probably been in there for, what, two hours? Probably, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ling tells Ed to go on without him. Ed carries Ling, but they do have this cute moment where Ed's like, I'm gonna leave you. For real now, I'm walking off. There's mm-hmm. no taking back. But he's not going Yeah. To. Uh, do it for everyone outside. Uh, since they're so hungry, Ed mentions his leather boots are edible, and they stew them right up for some shoe stew. Which I didn't know, but thinking about it, well, I mean, Well, they've been is... trekking through all this blood, I don't know if I would be... No, under that circumstance, no, but I, I, I didn't realize, I mean, I don't know if you could do that with modern leather products, because that's, you know, it's like coated in something, mm. like, but... Why I not don't try? Know. We could have a live episode where we try to do that. Yeah, yeah, we do that, uh, yeah. yeah. That's a little podcast bonus feature. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I bet you I'd last longer eating a shoe than you. Well, it's I better than you. White Castle, I suppose, <laughs> but, uh, oh. <laughs> uh, so they stew that right up, and Ed says, this is nothing like my teacher's training, no giving up. Ling then senses Envy approaching, who says there is no exit to this void. We're done for in here. Mm-hmm. Uh, inside Gluttony's stomach, uh, this is the second time that Ed feels he's been through this, saying that, well, Envy says you should know because you've done this before. Mm-hmm. And Ed says, well, I felt a similar feeling when I was passing through the portal of truth when I this whole mess began. Mm-hmm. Um the real one is the white space, and this is a failed attempt by Father to create gluttony as a failed portal of truth. Yes. Whatever that means. Um, but there's nothing more for us to do than wait here and die. Really no way out. Um, we learn that Bradley isn't their father. It's someone else sitting below this uh, central mm-hmm. command. Uh, you are the ones behind Ishval. And then Enri reveals, like, yeah, I was acting. It was me who pulled the trigger. And the guy who was I was playing is actually, like, innocent and was blamed for everything. Yeah, and that, I, again, I, I love the intrigue. It was like, okay, so they, they're behind the whole powder keg incident mm-hmm. that, that started this. And I don't know. And we get the flashback to it. And it's like a, it's another, like, gut punch where you see, like, the kid yeah, getting the gunned down. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. I belong. <laughs> and that, you know, it feels like something that would realistically be a pretext for things spiraling out of control. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. 
Manscar discusses Ishval. Ed blames Envy for all this, punches Envy who gets pissed and transforms into his true form, which Dan had no idea about, Mm-mm. which is a big thing in the Abomination community. <laughs> There's many a meme yeah, about this transformation. It's a good soul. It boss. doesn't look as good as I remember it. It's chunky 3D and mm-hmm. 2D, but it's fine. Yeah, it's a, a many-faced lizard. <laughs> yeah. Uh, huge footprints and heavy, so there's lots of clues that whenever Envy fell, like, he would leave a dent in the ground. Oh, the shit. beginning of the series, so he's way heavier than he looks. Okay, that, yeah. oh, I did not, okay, that's gotta go back fascinating. Okay, yeah. okay. Um, but this is an abomination. Al, Zhao, and Gluttony all wait. Uh, Gluttony is worried about father. Al asks Gluttony to take him to father. And Gluttony is like an acute Pooh Bear menacing phase where it's like, I can't do anything. I guess we can go back to father. Mm-hmm. I'll take you there. Um, I can't cough it up, but maybe dad will know what to do about this. Yeah. Um, while Al feels useless outside. Uh, Raven and the higher-ups talk about the potential candidates for sacrifice. So they're all in on this little conspiracy. Um, all the generals and stuff that we've seen mm-hmm. are in on this. Uh, Bradley talking with Mustang. And we get this whole thing between Mustang and Bradley where... Uh, Mustang's like, well, you were crying at Hughes's funeral. Like, was that all on action? Or trembling. Like, you were visibly trembling there. Yeah. And Bradley reveals more of his backstory where it's like, oh, no, I was pissed at his child because she was wailing the whole time. And Mustang says, you have a child, but Salim is far more well-behaved than Mm -hmm. that. I wouldn't hate that. And I think it's disgusting that you human beings show weakness Mm -hmm. for those around you in that way. Um, And... Mustang threatens, like, well, you do have a son, Salim. What if I were to threaten him? And Bradley goes, well, that would be on deaf ears, but I know who you truly care about. Hawkeye, she's always around you. Mm-hmm. And while this is happening, simultaneously, we see that Hawkeye and all of other all of Mustang's other friends are being uh, scattered to the winds to uh, South, North, and West Command. Mm-hmm. And um Hawkeye is made for the personal assistant of Fuhrer Bradley, so she's always under. She'll his be eye. right under. But is that is that also where we get is that where we get Bradley's like? No, uh, it's okay. the next episode. Okay, yeah. Um, but uh, personal assistant to Bradley, and that way Mustang can't do anything because mm-hmm. he doesn't want Hawkeye and his other people to be injured. Um, when this episode ends, the Abomination Envy is playfully fighting Ling and Ed. Ed makes these weapons out of iron in the blood, contained, tosses one to Ling, and Ling is like, well, it's a bit garish for me. Mm-hmm. It's how Dan would design a weapon. It is. Yeah, yeah. it's not a simple thing. No, it's a... It's, it's always a, it's, skull adornment. It's a lightning skull yeah. shimitar. So. <laughs> and we learn that Father is in Central when Al is walking back with Gluttony saying, your dad lives here? Mm-hmm. That can't be. And our last episode of today's anime was not a mistake. Episode 26, Reunion. Ling and Ed continue to fight against Envy. Uh, we see that the faces that soul slash bloodborne baddies mm-hmm. contained within Envy are like calling out for death. Yes. They're confused souls that are lost. And uh, these trapped souls give Ed pause when he's trying to like hurt Envy because mm-hmm. he doesn't want to hurt any more people. Uh, a voice like Nina's calls out and Envy slams Ed to the ground. Um, as he lay dying, Ed apologizes to Al as Envy prepares to ingest Ed. Uh, May and Scar outside are looking for Zhao Mei, and they walk by so happily uh, that Al is there with Gluttony yeah. and sees Xiao Mei on his shoulder. Why is he hanging out with that 
homunculi. That fat, but, one, yeah. that fat one's immortal, did you know? It could be a homunculus, but um, May does tell us, like, I've sensed a terrible feeling since I arrived in this country, and this is the source. I feel like there's something crawling beneath us. Mm-hmm. So, it's menacing to go down those sewers. Don't go alone, take this. Yeah, man. as we've learned in many cases. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so they travel into the sewers, um, and are advised to be cautious with that homunculus, uh, this is the source of evil. Uh, below central are bones and bodies, and Gluttony says, don't worry about them, the gatekeepers won't attack you as long as you're with me, and Father isn't that much farther ahead. Mm-hmm. So all these chimeras are hanging out. In, Ready like, to kill the intruders. Yeah. Yeah, uh, protecting Father um, from everyone else. Um, father knows everything, so perhaps he can find a way to get your brother out of me. Ed sees a glow being eaten by envy of a philosopher's stone, and he laments that all he searched for is right in front of him. Then suddenly he gets an idea of a way to get out of this whole situation and mm-hmm. tells Envy in a like comedic scene, like, open up. I know a way to get us all out. Mm-hmm. And Envy obliges. Yeah. Which is, which is, which is, I don't know. I, unexpected. Yeah. Un, all these they unexpected never beat him. Yeah. Just how to use them. Uh, Scar and May fight off against the Chimera gatekeepers quite easily. Uh, they're making quick work of them, so they're a good pair. Uh, they keep on coming. Al approaching Father through the sealed door. We got a lot of tension for this mm-hmm. big reveal. We have to wait until the next episode. Yeah. But, like, you're saying that Father's right behind this big door. And then we get the Bradley backstory, which, Dan, I'd like you to comment on this. What's Bradley's backstory? Um, <laughs> so he was, like, uh, he he remembers He was the Winter Soldier. Yeah, no. <laughs> in all but, uh... All like, but the Bucky Namaker. <laughs> he, you know, he was raised from a baby. He does not remember having parents, if he even had parents. Um, and it was like this experimental project to create perspective fears. Yes. So they were uh, subjected to like 24-hour schooling, training. They learned about the arts and culture. <laughs> yeah, no, political science, like intrigue, swordsmanship, marksmanship. Many a Catan match must have been played in that school. Well, yes, it is the game of minds, <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's a game of skill. Uh, but he, you know, it was seemingly like they were encouraged to outdo one another. Like at one point, Brad, like young Bradley, stabs the guy that he's sparring and with. He has pause, but like the scientist is like, "Don't worry, he's just uh, another roadblock on your journey to to greatness, mm-hmm. to ruling this nation." Yep. Um. So this program was presumably making these young men into the perfect. Uh, Fuhrer for, you know, to to control the country. You could say they're causing a Fuhrer Fuhrer. Ow. Another word stand? Maybe you should read some? Just... Books are better than burning, Dan. <laughs> I'm too busy playing triangle strategies. <laughs> it's, uh, um, but then, uh, you know, finally, I guess, at the, uh, the giver release ceremony they're brought into this thing and they're going that's a book strapped to the yeah strapped to this (laughs) strapped to this non-menacing bloody table should i lay here well they did change the sheets yeah well uh, they left the door open to the body to the body room the the door was still open but you know they're each of them are subject like they're injected with solid philosopher like the liquefied philosopher (laughs) philosopher stone like the uh liquefied um, I don't know what the word for it is, like the bubble of, yeah. Uh, but, you know, whenever that comes into contact with a person, it will overwhelm their 
their body and try to take it over and kill them, mm. or you can try to focus and will through it and then yeah. you overcome it. Yeah. Um, and Bradley is seemingly the first one in a long line of people to do this. And Father's just standing there, will you be my 12th specimen? Yeah, will you be my with wrath? It, with it, yeah, yeah, my fury, my <laughs> wrath. Um, will you be my Jimmy Stan? <laughs> as <laughs> i caress your face <laughs> and and bradley's body like he decides like i was in like in that moment i was destroyed and rebuilt a thousand times and i had to focus to keep myself and we see like the light going through his eye mm-hmm. and it's like well he did it yeah so and he survived and bradley's too proud to go back to humanity despite yeah. being part human yeah, he's, he's like, you might be proud, you humans are always uh, espousing pride for what you are, like, I'm proud of what I am, mm-hmm. I am, oh, I just think of the only place, that perhaps I am among God now, <laughs> like, that's, that's all I think you of. You only it. place. It's, it's on a endless hamster wheel. The fucking head. Homer rant that yep. they do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Ling splints Ed, or gives Ed a splint, and Envy collects fragments of a mural in Xerxes, uh, Ed realized that he saw a different transmutation circle there, and he puts together that Gluttony swallowed these uh, murals in Xerxes to mm-hmm. preserve the evidence so they weren't found out. Yeah, well, yeah, to cover it up, yeah. And in an episode we skipped, that's the same Ross episode slash Scar backstory episode, he sees the other half of the mural mm-hmm. that they forgot to clean up okay. in the end, so that's how he picked that up. Uh, but he sees that this different transmutation, t- transmutation circle represents the soul, mind, and body. Um, this is a circle for human transmutation. And supposedly can, you can't bring back a dead person, but you can construct a living person yeah. when going through this portal. So that's the new idea. He wants to deconstruct himself and reconstruct himself. And since gluttony is a fake portal of truth, maybe if they do that, they'll emerge back in their own real world. Yeah. I don't know the logic behind it, but sure. Ling's like, I don't pretend to know anything about alchemy, but whatever. We have mm-hmm. nothing else to go on. Um, it could go wrong and rebound on Ed. Um, and he sees a lot of, like, sacrilegious imagery in this transmutation circle, like how God is upside down, saying that that's, like, too ambitious You're for You're gonna mankind. bring God to Earth and yeah. become him, and... Yeah. And a lion eating the Philosopher's Stone, which is, like, yeah, a lion, secrets. A lion eating the sun, which yeah. is Solgaleo. Yeah. It is. It is, yeah. It all comes back to Pokemon. It eh? does. Um, but... Ed pieces together that this is what happened to Xerxes, that they were using some sort of transmutation circle to create a Philosopher's Stone, and that's how the entire population of Xerxes was wiped out in one night. Yeah. So, a little bit more backstory. We're getting pieces of the puzzle every episode. And those souls are seemingly the ones within yeah. Envy now, but he's like, they, they're just like echoes of people. Yeah. They they can't become You wouldn't human. scoff at throwing logs on the fire, would you? <laughs> You wouldn't. You pity. wouldn't scoff at the pizza rolls in the microwave, would you, Dad? <laughs> you beat me to it. <laughs> pity they aren't humanity. Uh, logic is not emotion to determine humanity. And I even like how the enemies are teaching it about alchemy. Mm-hmm. Like you need to learn this yeah. if you truly want to understand how this game is played. Yeah, it's like well, yeah, it's like this whole game thing. Of like scones. you, you need to understand that like intelligence and you know the ba- like the boundary between soul and body or whatever, yeah. like. If you if you want to preserve human humanity, you have to remember what it is. Mm-hmm. Like you can't be emotional yeah. about it. So so Ed wants the truth to who's behind this. It has to be this father figure. And Envy goes, "If you get me out of here, I'll be willing to tell you. And since you need a payment, we can use our philosopher's stone mm-hmm. to get this through." Which I don't know exactly how that works. I guess it has more limitless energy than the uh, I, or he's using the souls of the 
the dead people will join to Envy, but they do show up in other episodes. So. Yeah, yeah. Which is confusing, but well, I mean, Envy shows up or the souls. The, show up? Both of them in that okay. same form show up. Okay, so well, maybe it's like a fraction of the well, because there were presumably a lot of people there. So yeah. yeah. Um. So as Ling watches Ed set this transmutation circle, he is reminded that whenever Ed does this, he seems to be praying. Mm-hmm. So it's like more of that religious versus science. Yeah philosophy going on throughout the series ling jumps into the gate ling envy and ed all disintegrate um thanks the souls used so ed thanks them all before he uses them to show his respect for them and ed passes through the portal again arriving at the giant door of the portal of truth surprising truth who's like oh you're not even trying to get your body back at this point (laughs) what are you doing here yeah um but he passes through the portal again arriving at this giant door and sees that there are two. As he turns around, he sees Al's real emaciated body waiting in the void. Uh, he tries to run to his brother, uh, but is pulled back through his own door. Al says he can't go without his own soul. Mm-hmm. So they need to be present in the same place yeah. in order to get back through the portal. But Ed knocks open the door and in an iconic pose where he puts like a gun to his nose, <laughs> like gun fingers. He's like, I'm coming back. Yeah. It's a very, like, that's big in the manga. That's what. And it was recreated so faithfully, speaking of the manga. Very good scene. He says, I will be back someday soon, wait for me, and we get the end of part two. Mm -hmm. So four more parts to go until the end of this series, but that is an emotional uh, climax, as I said before. Mm -hmm. So Dan, what did you think? Any final thoughts? I'm loving it. I I am very excited to see where this is going to continue going. Like, Mm -hmm. I, I love the intrigue. I love that it's not playing out like I would expect a shonen anime to go. Like, I, I'm used to things being a certain, you know. And it's not to say that things haven't surprised me before. Like, you know, a Hunter Hunter played out in ways that I didn't expect a conventional thing to go. But I'm kind of primed for that, like, arc setup. And the fact that it's like this building web of intrigue is... I'm not used to it, but I like it. I like it a lot. So. All right, so good to know. I like these two, otherwise I wouldn't have picked them. Um, I will say there are tons more characters to meet. There's a lot of zany tunes left to see, mm-hmm. <laughs> and a few more twists of fate to come, mm-hmm. but that'll be in a few weeks' time. Of course. Um, but thank you for joining me, as always, and you two viewers out there in the dark. Uh, Dan, is there anywhere that our audience can find you and many more on social media? Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at King underscore Danis, as well as our Anime Was Not a Mistake Facebook page, which has been getting likes and f- followers lately, so uh, yum, yum, yum. you guys Maybe are out there. Pokemon art there. I should, yeah. Yes. Yes. Yes, I should. <laughs> mm, what an idea. I don't know how to I'm glad it. you thought of it, Dan. Okay. <laughs> <sighs> well, I'm Jonathan Gwikowski, and you can find me in a ditch somewhere, but... Oh, a, a, a good ditch. <laughs> Thumbing for a hitch. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Another passcode. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Judabug. <laughs> when are we going to do Wizard of Oz? So oh, I could do that in heartbeat too. But anyway, Jonathan Gwikowski, Losing My Mind JK on Instagram. Uh, Drink and Read JK on the Twitter. Uh, Losing My Mind also on the TikTok. Uh, but uh, you can follow me on two other podcasts, being Nightcaps of the Theater, where me and a couple friends get a little drizzy drunk and watch some movies. And then, I mean, by the time this goes up, season two of Drink and Read will have ended. Dune is done. Dune is done. Okay. Yeah, just change the letter. Mm-hmm. Dune is done. Mm. Um, but uh, please listen there. But uh, Dan, I assume we're going off to uh, another anime series that's near and dear to us as Taisho well. Taisho era Japan. Uh, yes, once we're again. going back. Yeah. Um, so, uh, last time when we left off in Demon Slayer, uh, Tanjiro 
uh, had just finished one of his first assignments, and he came across a young blonde boy uh, desperately begging a lady to marry him. Yes. Uh, because he assumed that his death was was fast approaching. Uh, this is, of course, Zenitsu, another main character of ours who you've seen in the opening. Mm -hmm. uh, but we're going to get to meet him. We're going to get to learn a little bit more about him and his power set. Um, and we're also going to meet another main character. Boarhead, Boarhead, Boarhead. Boarhead boy is coming. Ah! Um, all of these lines will convene in the Suzumi Mansion mini-arc here, uh, which has a lot of alien geometries, uh, a lot of drums, and perhaps, uh, which I can relate to, a forlorn writer. So, we do hope you'll join us. <laughs> you know you have to read to write, man. <laughs> Eat any good books lately? <laughs> Here at Anime Was Not a Mistake, we have one mission. Whether you be a magical girl, a giant fighting robot, a raccoon, or just a fan of podcast in general, we hope to one day arrive at a definitive answer to the following question. Is anime a mistake? While we obviously don't think so, there's no harm in expanding our weave horizons now, is there? As of late, our humble little show is devoted to the analysis and discussion of movies, series, and episodes that show off that powerful art that is animation. However, none of this would be possible without listeners like you. If you like what you hear on Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and more, then why not support us on Instagram at Anime Was Not a Mistake Podcast, or on Facebook at Anime Was Not a Mistake Pod. We promise to go happies on the sake with you. Join us, won't you? This time and the next. And with that, Dan and I leave you with a to-be-continued as the chill anime beats play. Sayonara. Lost.